Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Chumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby. Mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa. Take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BGW. Void were prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. So my conversation by Skype with Peter went on a bit longer than we thought it would. So we've kept the Teams of the Decade section as a separate podcast. So episode 20 is what you're going to hear now. It's the second part of my conversation with Peter from Sunday. And it's on the subject of Albion Teams of the Decade. Best and worst. Permanent and on loan from the 2010s. Welcome back. Russell, just having a beer, are you? I might be, yes. <laughs> it's graceful. I'm definitely not doing that. Yep. Well, it feels I, only appropriate, even though we're at home, to be having a beer with the podcast, because we've uh, not had a dry one yet. Exactly. And this is my first one, actually. I didn't have one earlier on, so I'm um, proud to say I've been good-ish. I've had a very small one earlier, so I'm not like... I'm not, I don't feel too bad. And it is the oh. weekend... For what, the, what, what that's worth at the moment. I think small ones don't really count, do they, Peter? I think we're okay on that score. Exactly. You can have it as like two small ones equals like no big ones, basically. That's the that's the rule for beer. Yeah. Exactly. Um, so I have a quiz for today, which was sent to me my dad yesterday. I'm not sure where he saw it. Um, who are the five teams who have won all four divisions of the Premier and or Football League? So apparently, to clarify that, that's Premier League. Championship, League One, League Two, and all in their previous form, or in their previous forms, ignoring Division Three South and North in the old days. So yeah. it's just, so it's just like Premier League slash Division One in the old days, Championship in its various forms, League One in its various forms, and League Two in its various forms. Yeah. There are five teams who have won all four divisions, um, and have a think about it, and we can talk about it at the end of the show, and I can give out any clues if people want them before giving an answer. So. Hmm. Okay. Yeah. Sounds good. Excellent. Cheers. Right. Part two right, uh, of this, this particular episode, then, is... I do uh, feel we're missing a chicken tikka pie, though, today. That's the, the downside. Yeah, I've, I found up the Glad and asked them if they'd be able to deliver all the way up to Enfield from Borough, and they weren't keen, apparently, so uh, that was that. <laughs> Not very impressive. Maybe we won't go there again, then, now. <laughs> <laughs> of course I'm lying, though, but there won't be anyone there, I'd imagine, at the moment. No, I imagine not. Um, but yes, we are missing the pies. We'll have to do without. What we can't do without, though, is the next bit, part two of our podcast, um, our, our t- 
teams of the decade, good and bad. Um, should we start with, uh, what do you think, Peter? Should we start with the best teams of the decade? Start with the best, start with the best permanent team. Permanent teams, yeah, let's go with that. Shall I give you mine first? Yeah, um, good. Because um, I'm fairly confident with what I want to do with this one, I think. I think, despite the fact um, Mr Stockdale had a pretty important part to play in this decade, I'd have to give the goalkeeping gloves to Matt Ryan. Uh, Stockdale goes on the bench. Um, I think Ryan's proved himself over a period now. He's become just synonymous with our relative success, I would say, in the in the Premier League. Um and I think he's doing a good job. I think he's getting better. I think he's quality. I think Stockdale on his day is possibly a better shot stopper, maybe. Um, but Ryan's, Ryan's the man, a real profesh as well. So um, I'm pleased to put him in between the posts. Um, I've had to go. I could not ignore the uh, the legends, the man, the uh, enigma that is Bruno. Brilliant first touch. Fantastic on the ball. Graceful, uh, elegant player. Um, interesting beard, but there we go. Uh, <laughs> he didn't always have that, of course. Uh, he's he's the man. I think he's such a good player, silky, um, composed. He's he's got better and better as his time with the club went on, um, including a period I think in the last couple of years where he he actually went. Uh, I think people were starting to write him off, weren't they? People were starting to say maybe he's about to go past his best, and he just stepped on for another year or two. Um, he's been great, um, so he has to go in. Most probably on the left-back front, um, any number of possible candidates. I think Bernardo's a player I really, really like, but we need to see him over a longer period, really. Um, and obviously, so he might be one for the next decade if he stays with us. Um, Wayne Bridge, I think, was only a low knee, wasn't he? He was, so, yeah. So I'd have to go with Stephen Ward, who I thought was a very solid left-back. Also for us. a low knee, I'm afraid. Oh, he was a low knee, wasn't he? Oh, OK. Right. I'm going to have to go for who else? What are my other options? We've got Joe Bennett. Also um, a low knee. Oh, was he? OK. Yeah. Um, we had a lot of yeah. low knee left backs, didn't we, by the sounds of it? Uh, we've we got did, Bong, yeah. of course. But I need to I need to upgrade on Bong. Have we got have we got any other options there, Peter? Um, I haven't got. I mean, obviously, Rossini played left back a few times. Uh, that's pretty much about uh, Painter. I mean, I, I went to Bong because... I think yeah. for all the criticism he's got in recent years, he was a key part of our promotion. He was a key part of us staying up the first year and even the second year. Yeah, I think in light of what what you've said about loans, which I call me out there, I completely forgot that um, uh, Ward was only on loan. Um, yeah, I think he tried I'd to sign him permanently, permanently, but Burnley beat us to him. Yeah, that's right, that's right. Of course. Um, yeah, I'd, I'd plump for Bong as well for his defensive stuff. Certainly in the earlier part of his his career with us. And in general, his defensive stuff, I'd, I'd give it to him. So I've got um, Ryan uh, with fullbacks Bruno and Bong. And I've gone for the the partnership that is Duncan Duffy, the um, solid rocks at the back. I think they're synonymous with our success rising up into the Prem and the first part of our time in it for the first, certainly the first 18 months. That's five has completely agree with mine. I haven't got any, any dispute with that. Um, uh, yeah. yeah. I mean, there's obviously arguments for other players that could could come into the equation. But I think I think that, that partnership is so important in that particular part of the field. And I think they've been so seminal in our um, in our recent years, those two, albeit not this season. Um, it's also something that extends out to the uh, wider media, doesn't it? I think everybody looks at that partnership and knows about that partnership and continuously quotes it when they're talking about the Albion uh, prior to this season. So, um, yeah, thumbs up to those guys. Double D. 
Um, well, shall I go on with my midfield? Yeah, Is I mean, it... I completely agree with all your team so far. Yeah, oh, shout out to Stockdale. I think potential defence shout out to Greer as well because he was brilliant for a number of years for us. Yeah, um, key part of our promotion to the to the championship. And, you know, and I think probably if you have a substitute for potential defence, you have him at right back, maybe you have Calder on. Um, yeah, substitute. yeah, yeah, Calder on's on my bench, definitely. Yeah. Um, if for no other reason, let's get a huge round of applause when he warms up down the touchline. Yeah. And indeed, just on the pitch, the wrong side of the line. Not that I uh, noticed that a few times through the years. <laughs> but anyway, um, moving on to midfield. I mean, I've, I've struggled to look beyond... Um, Proper and Stevens in the centre. Um, I think Stevens is obviously a guy that comes in for a lot of criticism from a lot of people. And I do think he has certain limitations at the level we're trying to step to now. However, if you look through the championship years, the fact he stuck with us, despite the fact it did look for a while like he might be moving, and the fact that he was a rock in that, in that um, central midfield role, he did a lot of good stuff. He tidied things up. He read the game. Yes, you could play sideways and backwards passes. Um, I do think a lot of that is to do with options available, but I also think maybe he has got a slight inclination to do that sometimes. Anyway, there is a little bit of a lethargy sometimes on the ball. But other than that, he's been a pretty good servant for us through these um, these last few years. Proper, obviously, slightly less time with us. Um, he's stepped on and on. I think he's one of our best players um, now. He's improved since he's been with us. I think he's improved underground Potter and I really like him as a player. He's my kind of player. It's quite sort of silky and just a nice player to watch on the ball. Um, I don't think we've seen the goal scoring prowess that we might have done that the Dutch international fans have, but I like him in that central role. Then I've gone for Noki on the right. He's an enigma <laughs> and he's a bit of a headache and he is inconsistent. I have to put that in there as a disclaimer. Um, but I'm looking at Noki as a guy who can, on his day, do something for this 2010s team um, at any moment. He's that little bit of magic, stardust, and all that sort of stuff. And um, I'm struggling to think of somebody in that role on that side of the pitch who's consistently, well, not consistently, but has, has given us enough memories to supersede what Noki's done there. So for me, Noki's the man on the right. Um and on the left, well, I did have Vicente playing in there. Um, but unfortunately, he, uh, he got a chip in his glass legs, so I had to uh, sub him off. He's, uh, he's on the uh, injury table, unfortunately. Um, obviously, he gets first choice. I think I'd probably have to go with him. But if he did have a chip in his glass legs, um, I'd probably bring on Kazenga, for, again, for that stardust element and what he could do on his day. If he is coming off the bench for Vicente, of course, he could then rouse the crowd as he walks along the northwest area of the pitch as he did on one occasion to great uh, cheer um so that's my midfield um i've gone in a 4-4-2 for my own convenience sake here peter um how does that shape up with yours three the same so i don't disagree with stevens or with proper or with knockouts um i have two options on the left where I literally yeah i, I I, I just thought, actually, when you mentioned Vicente, the one option that I didn't think of that we could use is Orlandi, who actually was very good. But he was only really good for one, two-thirds of a season or something like that. So, similarly, for the reason that Vicente was hardly ever fit, I wouldn't... And Luar again, was another one. My my two options are, because he was with us for a year and a half at the start of the decade, um, Elliot Bennett, although he's not really a left winger, but he's more right, but I 
mm. I kind of like take you know doing poets you know kind of um poetic license and the Ian Knockart can swap if necessary and that sort of thing um or is Chiedo for his half season which seems a bit unfair considering I'm rejecting others for their not having played enough but he was so brilliant in that first season when we stayed up and he was so effective and mm. it's a difficult one and I probably would probably go for his Chiedo if he did it so well when he was fit but um yeah Bennett obviously was very good for a, a year and a half yeah, I did consider Bennett as my second choice on the right side of midfield. So I didn't really think of him in terms of he shed the poetic license of uh, of Chief. Well, Williams, I think you can move around a little bit more, can't you? Than, yeah, yeah Knockout, can, Knockout can move over, can't he, for, for that scenario? He'll probably Sulk, though, if he does. Yeah, <laughs> Sulk, yeah, and then try and run past five players and get the ball away. And then get sent off. <laughs> but there is that. Is Kiedo, yeah, it's a difficult one, isn't it? Is Great player. I mean, he's, if he's the best a, winger we've had this decade by a distance when he was fit. Yeah, yeah. And anyone just, disagree with that? If you just go purely on best players, just in their own right, at their best. What, what we've seen anyway, because I mean, obviously, Vicente is the best winger we've had this decade, but mm-hmm. we didn't see the Vicente who was obviously playing for Valencia when he was fit. Yeah, we saw yeah. a, a, a Vicente who had a lot to. of injuries and wasn't quite, yeah, you know, was still very good for us, but wasn't the player he was when. Yeah, exactly. So in terms of actually what. We've seen he's by far the yes he he, t- he cut in a bit too much sometimes the Tiscaro but by the end he was cutting in and out he was he was playing one twos with players pretty easily walking through defence so that goal at Stoke is still one of the best Albion goals I think I've ever seen yeah oh fantastic stuff he oh the two goals he scored in that season the one the yeah. hard driver from uh, from range at the Amex on the angle and uh, yeah that goal the Stoke game that was just delightful I think the Stoke one I prefer cause I, you know. The, the one against West Ham was a little bit of a freak, you know, in a way. I mean, it was brilliant, but it was, you know, you, it's a bit more of a kind of one of those things where it wouldn't, it would still be a brilliant shot if it hit the bar or if it just went wide. Whereas the interchange between him and I think him and Stevens and him and March for the goal against Stoke was just brilliant. Yeah, lovely stuff, wasn't it? Um, very good indeed. Um, I would, well, speaking of, um, I, I think the criteria has got to be they've got to have done it in that decade for the Albion. Um, yeah. So that's, oh, yeah, so Zamora doesn't count, although I think on the Albion website they had him on there, but, yeah, Zamora doesn't count because he had half. Yeah, yeah. He's we, we, for us, but nothing to get himself into the team of the decade. Exactly. I think over, over time, obviously, we'll, 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 we'll get on to doing decades past, I think, as well. If you, do, if you do the 2000s, Zamora, obviously, kind of... Yeah, that's is, where he comes Star player, from, captain, yeah. well, not captain, maybe, but star player and... One that no one would possibly not choose, but yeah, for the for the 2010s, he's not really a. Yeah, that's it. So strikers, I have gone with. Um, I remember when we did our very first podcast, we did a, we did a quick run through of this concept, and we completely forgot Leonardo Ajoa, yeah, um, who we subsequently mentioned in a later pod, in apology. Um, I've had to go with any two from three. I've got Ajoa, Murray, and Barnes. Um, I've ended up going with Ajoa and Murray. I think Murray's one of our all-time legends. I think um, in this decade and just before as well, he's he's been fantastic for us. Um, consistency, his ratio of shots to goals, um, just his professionalism as well. Um, he, he's just a composed presence. He is an altogether out-and-out goalscorer in the finishing sense. He's the, he's the proverbial fox in the box, I suppose you could say. He's just an old, old-fashioned player in one sense but a very, very good one. And I think he's, there's certainly an argument, and I know a few of our mates have been talking about this, uh, for saying he's our greatest ever player because of the 
number of years he's played for us and the number of goals he scored. He is more or less our, our top scorer ever, isn't he? He's one one behind one place down in the reckoning on that, and he's been brilliant. Ajoa, I think again was a fantastic centre forward presence, just an out and out striker. His diving header against Arsenal in the cup, I remember most most fondly, along with the playoff clinching goal at Forest. Um, those two, I can't really look any further, but there is very honourable mention for Ashley Barnes because I think, apart from being a very underrated player in his time with us, and I did appreciate what he did for us in a very particular designated role under under Poyet, uh, Pushet, as he should be pronounced. Um, he, it wasn't an out-and-out striker role, for one thing, and also I just think, much as he did a very good job, he didn't really shine in the striker role as much as those other two. And I've, I've put it in a rigid 4-4-2 form. So, um, so I've gone with Murray and Ochoa. How about you, Pete? Uh, I have the two of those two in my, in my three choices. Yeah. Uh, my third is based on a slightly different formation. Hmm. Um, so it's based on the kind of 4-4-1-1 we've played recently in Pascal Grosch. Um, oh, so he was in that first season up, he was brilliant for us. Um, he was he did a brilliant job for the Albion uh, in that season. He's even since then, even when he's not not so good, he had a few injuries. He's still continued to, be, you know, to produce assists and quality. So I think in the end, I'm going for Marion Grosh, just because um, I think that Ajoa struggled. I think in the top flight largely when he went there. He only had a year and a half with us and didn't you know obviously did pretty well all that year and a half, but he didn't quite stay on long, as long as those two. So I think I'm inclined to go for Marion Grosh. Yeah, fair enough. Also, I, I think... feel our team should be a bit different. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Otherwise, we've only got one different out of the 11 as well. <laughs> uh, yeah, I, th- I think fair enough. Um, yeah, Grosh is somebody who I didn't really think about in because obviously because the format I've got. Yeah, it's yeah. it it only later on I thought about him as well because I was thinking of 4-4-2, but then I was like, what about Grosh? And then, you know, four four one one is pretty common these days anyway, so... Yeah, I think it's perfectly acceptable to go with that. That's fine. He, he, I mean, he's a very good player technically. As you said, that was such a critical era, that first season, uh, well, the first two seasons with us. Um, it was going to be vitally important that we hit the ground running with whoever our personnel was. And Grosh was one of those players that really did hit the ground running. He was the, the darling of the... Um, the fantasy league world, wasn't he, as well? He was mm-hmm. the cheaper option to buy that could really yield some decent points on that, um, which sums it all up. His assist rate, set pieces. Um, he was good, and he's got his little turn as well that he does. Um, he's not a very fast player, but he, no. um, he, he can trick people <laughs> in slow motion. I don't think even his biggest fan would call him a fast player. No. <laughs> so... Yeah, I think we've so we've got a very similar team. Um, it's interesting. I don't think there's an awful lot of variation, but I sort of suspected there wouldn't be on this one because I think it's it, it's a lot of it speaks for itself, doesn't it? Um, although we're willing to hear other opinions, and if anybody does want to send in details of their own selections for best permanent signing players for the Albion in the 2010s, then please do. You could email us at Brighton Rock Podcast. Uh, at gmail.com, brightonrockpodcast at gmail.com, or you could tweet us at brightonrockpod um, if you want to get involved. Um, Peter, your subs quickly. Um, I mean, I've got Barnes, Bridcut, Upson, but I, I think I've got to 
Upson was a loney who then became permanent, wasn't he? Yeah. Is that right? Yeah. So on, on the basis of him being permanent, eventually, I've got Barnes, Brickcut, Upson, Sidwell, Morpay, purely for what he's done so far, uh, Stockdale and Caldy as my bench of seven. I don't know if you've gone that far. Uh, but Morpay, just to quickly mention him while you're thinking about that. Um, I mean, he's, he's done, I'd say, pretty well in the 2010s, i.e. the first half of the season. He scored seven of his eight goals, I think, in that period, which is a decent return, and he's still finding his feet. So I think he's good, but it's going to be a case of seeing if he fits into the next decade's team. Um, same with Bernardo, if we manage to hang on to him. Um, and Basuma. And Basuma, yes. is another one who, of course, could get into the squad. So did you go for any subs? Yeah, so my, my subs bench would be Stockdale, Calderon, Greer, uh, Bridcutt, Although Kyle gets a, a mention as well there, obviously, because yeah. he was a key part of that team. And in fact, I might go for Kyle, actually, because he was a key part of the team. And the way that Brigcut left as well, hmm. possibly. Uh, Bennett, then, if, I, if I'm having putting Schiedo in, uh, Ojoa and Barnes. Yeah, OK, decent. Yeah, I feel guilty leaving Bennett and Greer out of my team now. Two really um, iconic players for us, weren't they, for a few years. Uh, from with Dean onwards. So, um, yeah, but there we go. Not bad. OK, what do we do next, Pete? What's next on the agenda? Should we go worse for permanent? Worse for permanent? Marvellous, yes. <laughs> There's and so I many choices. have got some poetic licences here, so I might just go for a, an interesting formation. Yeah, OK, yeah. So do you want to, do you want to, you want me to run go? first this time? Yeah. Before anyone gets thinking too much, I'm a sad one. I remember all these players... I've been doing some research online for it, so I'm sad <laughs> for that reason, not for the reason that I remember all these players off the top of my head. Um, Fair enough. Are these so are worth opponents, we're saying? Michael Poking goal, who was a keeper we signed the first, uh, the last year at With Dean, who played in goal, I think, once and let the ball through his legs <laughs> <laughs> and, and then got dropped and never played after that. But, I mean, we didn't have many terrible goalkeepers, and, I mean, if he did let the ball through his legs, so hmm. you can't get good marks for that. Good shout. I've, I've gone with you on that one, by the way. Yeah, but, um, he's the only one I could think of that uh, really was just... <laughs> yeah, the only other one I could think of who was pretty terrible was David Gonzalez, but he actually, he was OK for us. I think he got a, a clean sheet for us, but then went to Barnsley because he did five quite spectacularly against us next season. So you can't really put him in a bad team for us when he's actually conceded goals for us, really. Yeah, I... Yeah, a good team. <laughs> I can't remember him at all. I've only been I think he had like one game at Barnes at the end of the season because they were they were trying him out for the sign when we needed cover, I think, or something. Oh yeah, yeah. I think that very vaguely rings a bell. Yeah. It's one of, <laughs> one of those games where he had nothing to do because he uh, it was literally end of season game and no one cared. I can see why you put the disclaimer in about um, doing the research online. Yeah, I had I, I did do some research. I think people would have been genuinely terrified with you if they thought you'd remember that off the top of your head. <laughs> anyway, yeah. go on. So, so we're agreed on poking goal. I'm we've going for a, a back three, um, yeah. which is mainly full-backs, to be honest, because I don't have any... <laughs> the only centre-half I can think of, really, and he, to be fair, it's not very fair on him anyway, is Vergard Foran, who didn't actually ever play for us, but signed when Duffy got injured in, in, in the promotion season. He never actually played, but... Technically, he was a permanent signing, and he didn't play, so he wasn't very good signing-wise. So, yeah, I can't think of any centre backs. I've got to say, um, that's I got to. Yeah, that was it. Yeah. yeah. Um, okay. So, um, so what else do you have in defence then? Um, so I've got uh, Adam Chickson. 
yes. So I was going to put him at one side central defence, even though he's like about five foot six to suit my needs. <laughs> and then uh, Vitali Maximenko, who only had a couple of games. A Latvian guy who signed in, like, I think under Garcia or the year before or something like that. Yeah. So that's my back three. Not a great deal of height, seeing as they're mainly fullbacks. Yeah. Uh, um, yes, no, I mean, that's, uh, that's certainly the case. I, I, I'm struggling to think of any. I haven't done any online research um, on this one. And I did go for Chickson because uh, I thought he really was a player. It looked for a minute like it'd be something about him and nothing really came of it whatsoever. Um, and I, I couldn't think of any centre-backs, to be honest with you. I must admit, those two you've mentioned, um, just completely, you know, yeah. <laughs> so I'm, I might be going for an even more unique formation, put it that way. <laughs> Very just to clarify, my formation is 3-3-3-1. Three, 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 so. Bloody hell. Well, I think I'm going to I'm gonna nick Maximenko then as well and add him to my team because I have nothing better to offer. So I've got two defenders so far. Who, who's the other one, sorry, the, the other centre-back you mentioned? Jackson. Ch- and, uh, uh, sorry, the foreign, other one. Foreign, foreign. Oh, foreign, yeah, yeah. So I might just have to uh, tag along with you on that one because I just can't think of anyone. Um, there must be loads. <laughs> but there they're just so there are, actually. You've been pretty solid central defensively for a while. You know, quite a lot of that decade. We did quite well, didn't we? And they're, they're yeah. Really um, I mean, if you look further down the current or recent list, you've got people like um, Balogun, who's had one or two interesting games. I suppose if you're really harsh, you could be, you could add in Gary Elphick, because he played one game at Reading and got sent off, and we lost 5-1. Mm, that's true. That was this decade, was it? Yeah, that was... It was. That was a 20... Oh, no, it was the 2000s, wasn't it? 15 years, wasn't it? Ignore yeah. me, jumping ahead. No, you can't get Gary Elphick. <laughs> um, yeah, I can't, can't really think of anyone else because, um, uh, as I said, they're all they're all been decent the centre backs and full backs. Um, again, not, not, nobody particularly stands out that I can think of. Uh, everyone's done a reasonably okay job. It will feel bad putting them in worst leagues, but um, yeah, to be fair, I feel quite bad about Virgil Foran because he didn't actually ever play for us. It isn't really his fault, but okay. Well, anyway, what else have you got? So in my um, in my formation, I have various options for central midfield. I've got five. I'll talk if I talk you through, then we can discuss what we think. You might have other yeah. options as well. Agustin Batipiedi from the promotion yeah. season. Uh, I can't remember his first name, but Enzuzi or Enzonzi, who had one game after signing under uh, under Pupia. And that was a League Cup tie at Burton. And he was brought in for quite a lot of money, I think, in terms of wages on a free transfer and seen as being a really good signing and then wasn't. Yeah. Um, Danny Holler, who, again, looked, sounded like a good signing, actually did okay for a few games and then was dreadful after that. Same yeah. season. Kemi Augustine, who I think gets in here automatically. For just he's being my, he was my useless. first name on the team sheet. Yeah. <laughs> if, he's in, if he's fit, he definitely plays. Um, and then Ryan Harley. Ah, interesting. Again, similar to um, uh, Bat- uh, to um, was it Batapiedi? <laughs> he he looked um, no, not Batapiedi. Holler. Oh, um, similar to Holler, you mean? Or Holler? Sorry, yeah, Holler. That's right. Um, Harley was similar to Holler in, in as much as there was a couple of bits early on. We thought, oh, he scored a good, really good free kick to Harley. And well, he's thought... much against Peterborough or something like that, I think. Or... Yeah, yeah. And he, he seemed like he might be going somewhere, but he ultimately didn't. Yeah, I've got I've got Harley in my team. Well, we've got Batter, Piedi, Harley, and Madison. Uh, I was struggling beyond that to think of anyone. I guess 
and might be inclined to add horror. It's a bit of a shame. He had a really good song, didn't he? Um, yeah. To do with the tune Lolo. To do with the tune Lolo. I can't remember the words now. Yeah. Um, but it was quite amusing. I've, yeah. I've been kind to not include Holler and not include Enzuzi just because he didn't really put, he only played one game. And the other three, to have Augustine, Harley and Batipiedi. Yeah. I'm, I'm 100% in favour of that, definitely. Um, because I think... Or he could have a few good games, whereas I don't think the others did, really. Augustine was useless. Yeah. Just, just one, on, one quick note on Ryan Harley. Um, this would have now been about three or four years ago, but I noticed at the time they were still trying to get rid on a sale of Ryan Harley pictured mugs, which I thought uh, was interesting. It's been mugged, actually. Um, yeah. I mean, they, they were on half-price sale or something like that, so there was something like four quid. I think, who's going to spend four quid on that? I mean, if you if you make it cheap enough, students might buy them just because. Ryan it's Harley's mum. <laughs> madness, completely. Um, so I got a few of those when I was in. Uh, <laughs> no, it's mad, mad days, mad days. Anyway, um, I should imagine they've got rid of them one way or the other by now. I sincerely hope so. <laughs> um, any other thoughts on this? Missed the penalty. Well, you at already missed the penalty. That's probably about the worst penalty or something I've ever seen live. Uh, uh, no, I missed that game. Unfortunately, I did see it on TV. It was he tried to be clever and do the kind of panenka, and he just sort of dinked it on off just off the ground into the keeper's hands. That's right. It was a it was a dreadful moment for the Albion's history. That was, wasn't it? Yeah, I think that's probably about the worst penalty. Ever. I mean, at least if you blast it over the bar, at least you try and put some something behind it. But he just literally, yeah. <laughs> it was awful, absolutely awful. Right, okay, moving swiftly on then. What else have we got then? So we've got, um, so you've gone for um, a number of attackers. Yeah, because I've got a few. Yeah. Um, number one, I'm going to go with Stephen Doby. Oh uh, yeah. Came with a kind of reputation for being really good, supposed to be being like, an excellent player. Um, wasn't. Yeah, was pretty useless. <laughs> Yeah. Um, one or two of the other ones I put in there was a more value for money thing I put like Adrian Kalunga but actually on the face of it he actually did a few decent things for Albion when he was there when he was in the previous season so I think yeah. it's hard to include him so mm-hmm. the other two are going to be Christian Baz who was uh, there at the same time as Batty Piedi yeah. and did absolutely nothing Yeah. and yeah. just behind the front man although it's not his natural role I'm going to say between David Rodriguez who was like Pretty useless under Garcia, didn't do anything. And Chris Holroyd, he was pretty useless anyway, so maybe go for Holroyd. Uh, yeah, Holroyd was pretty dreadful. Yeah, I've, I've front-loaded my front um, line. I've got um, Baz, I've got Holroyd, I've got Dobby in a wide role. Um, I was thinking of, I'm, I'm not wrong in remembering, Bond or Billy as well was the... He was on loan. Was he on loan? Oh, right. I yeah, he's he one of the bit. many players vying for a striker role in the worst loan 11 strikers. <laughs> I a, I've got about five of them down on, on paper. I can immediately think of one particular candidate who's definitely making the starting line. Yeah. <laughs> so basically, they're, they're aiming, there's four of them completing to partner with, maybe five actually completing to partner with, with yeah, one person whose name is not necessarily the best well named, best named person ever, should we say. Yeah. So are we going then with Poke, your your choice of back three? Um, oh, my main forward, by the way, Chris yeah. O'Grady. Oh, Chris O'Grady. Sorry, I forgot the cog. Yeah, because I, I, it was like three, 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 one. So my one is Chris O'Grady. Oops. Of course. Sorry. Yes, I've missed out. He's I've the focal point of my lack of attack. <laughs> yeah, 
Yes, he's he's the vital cog in the uh, yeah. well, the buckled wheel, isn't he? Yeah. I always remember oh. the chance that season of uh, O'Grady scores. We're on, the, on pitch. the pitch. <laughs> it was a Brentford, I think, wasn't it? Yeah, and we did score actually that time. <laughs> no one did go on the pitch, so it's ironic, really. Yeah. Um, yeah, I, I'm can't think. Of, I had painter down for up front, so obviously got that wrong because of the loan thing. So I think I'll probably have to defer to you on that one and go with. Another honourable mention, I think, for the attackers, considering the fuss around him and the fact he actually didn't do anything when he was there. Paddy McCourt. Oh yeah, blimey, yeah. He was fuss around him, but he didn't actually ever achieve anything much on the pitch, I don't think. No, not that like saying, but It was showed how bad that season was that he was seen as some sort of answer to anything. Yeah, indeed. Uh, not not good times those, were they? No. So we've got Poke and Goal, your back three that you mentioned, which was Chickson, Chickson sorry, Maximenko and I've forgotten his name again. Boron. Boron, yeah. And then we've got midfield, we're, we're thinking Batapiedi, Ryan Harley, and of course, Kemi Agustin. Um, yeah, he's the captain. Got, he's the captain. <laughs> one, one mention, actually, on Agustin in a minute, I'll come back to that. Um, Christian Baz, Dobby, and Holroyd in behind, Cog up top. Yeah. That sounds like an awesomely unawesome team, doesn't it? Really <laughs> That's like a kind of struggle at League Two level team. <laughs> Well, just on the Kemi Agustin front, um, one one anecdote quickly from when I was in the West Up and watching a game. I think it was against Bournemouth, and the player was rolling around on the floor pretending to be ill, uh, to be injured. And um, Agustin just went up and just gently rolled him over the goal line uh, behind the goal, <laughs> two or three rolls out, um, which this player didn't seem to mind at all, astonishingly. And that was a classic comedy moment. The only thing that gave me joy in the time watching Agustin. I was going to much effort he put in at any point in the time he was with us, wasn't it? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Exactly. He's never um, a player to bust the gut exactly in Central Midfield. <laughs> exactly. Well, I, maybe I, more literally than metaphorically, actually, probably. But... Well, Peter, I've, I've not put anyone on the bench because I don't think anybody deserves it. They're all so bad. Um, except I was thinking of maybe just popping a little bit of Lacardia on there. I know a lot of people would like this choice. Um, I wouldn't say he was out and out appalling in all senses, but he had um, he had his moments, and the point was there weren't many of them. So um, yeah. he might have uh, he, he might be the sole substitute I'll put you on the back end. Take a seat with David Rodriguez and uh, Danny Holler if he wants to. That's true. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, yeah. they can chat away um, as they analyse the game unfolding before them. A dreadful game that would be, no doubt, whoever we were playing. Um, right, OK, so that's the worst permanence. I think we've we've agreed that they, those are all pretty bad, aren't they? Uh, pretty, pretty terrible. I think the on loan level is worse, actually. But Yeah, yeah. Well, are we going to go on to that next? Or I do think we... go to loan best now. Let's, go, let's, let's continue on a positive now. Loan best, OK. Yes, so we've had quite a few of these. This, this is actually... Oops, I'm trying to find my notes here. Um, We've, we've got a good few there. I think there's certain players that came on and then became permanent. So there's an element of um, artistic license with this as well, I'm isn't there? It's, it's impossible not to. It's kind of like there's no way you can, you know, the better loan players will sign permanently if you can afford them. Yeah, that's it. So, I mean, I've, I've gone for crawling goal. I really yep, like Agreed. And, and he's shining well this this season, of course, with Norwich. Yeah, yeah. Difficult, um, difficult to... Uh, remit for him but he's you know he's doing a decent job himself isn't he and I liked him when he was with us I thought he was solid yeah. he was good reliable good handling big man as well so he, could, he had a good reach on him which is the one weakness of course with Matty Ryan um yep yeah, so crawling goal um 
I'm going to go left back next for another nailed on, I think, certainty. Wayne Bridge? Yeah, I mean, I've got three options that are OK for left back, although, yes, I think Bridge is the best of the three. Um, whereas I really haven't got any one for right back, so I might use a bit of poetic license again, although I've got one option for right back and I've got, yeah. OK, okay well, who else do you have at left back? Uh, well, Painter, obviously, he's nowhere near the quality of... And technically, Matlock as well was first season, but the other one's Pocog. Um, sorry, who was that? I missed that. Pocognoli. It was oh, oh, yeah, Pocog. <laughs> Pocog. Pocognoli, yes. Yeah, that's true, yeah. Well, I think he'd get onto my bench, I'd imagine, in this scenario. Well, I'd tend to put my right-back, just because the only right-back I have is Gonzalo Jarra, who was... Yeah, that's who I've gone with. I quite liked him, you know. I think he went a little bit off the boil, but I, I had him in my uh, selection. Didn't he get like? Uh, didn't he get like banned for a while for like kind of get arrested for like being driving illegally or whatever something like that at some point, just before a game or some sort of issue? Yeah, dangerous driving was it or something like yeah. that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, I'm happy to put Pock in instead of uh, Joe. No, it's probably best to put a player who's actually a right back in. So maybe go for Yara and yeah, Bridge obviously at left back. Yeah, and then centre backs. I mean. You've got to put in Upson, haven't you? Yeah, agreed. He's, he's, he's nailed on. Um, who else have you gone for? Uh, I've only got Tamori. He's the only other option I've got. Yeah, that's who I've gone for as well. Um, I know he's gone on to do a little bit better since, although he's also gone off the boil again recently. But, um, yeah, I mean, he's, he's been talked about for England, so uh, now he's great. Jerry did okay for us when called upon. I know he got an own goal in his debut, but on the whole, he did pretty well for us. Yeah, it was a bit unlucky with the own goal, I thought, anyway. And uh, was that the game against Lincoln? Yeah. Oh, yeah. I wasn't that luckily, I was quite pleased to say. Yeah. Um, but he, I thought he was quite good. Yeah, I was a bit disappointed we didn't get him on a bit of a longer arrangement because um, at the time, because I thought he would be um, somebody that we could have developed more ourselves. But yeah. uh, obviously went on to play for Derby before getting into the Chelsea team. Yeah, so Upson and, and, and Tamori. So we've got basically... Uh, Full agreement, I think, on the back five. Yeah. Um, moving further forwards, I've had to go myself with Sidwell. Um, yeah. Again, it's a bit of a cheat. I know we had him uh, on a. He was on loan, wasn't he, in the second spell? Was he? Was yeah. He was. Yeah, going mad. Yeah. Okay. So half a season and then permanent for a, seat, a couple of seasons. I think wasn't he in the end. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. So I thought he was good. He was a good player. Um, yeah. Obviously, legend as well, because he had, he's had a spell with us before, and uh, he went on to do some backroom stuff with us as well. But in that, uh, and he that scored period, that goal as well. Exactly, the Bristol City game. Oh, that blood red sky, wasn't it? Um, bonfire night. As yeah, well? it was. Yeah. yeah. Didn't they suggest that the keeper couldn't see it because it was like all the fireworks or <laughs> that were behind him, <laughs> behind the stand? Yeah. Um, yeah. So Siders goes in. Who's alongside him then, Peter? Uh, I have Moy. Yeah. Um, more, yes, more for his true, time yeah. on loan than his time he since he's been permanent. But yeah, actually, you know what? I'm changing what I've got here because I think that's a good shout. It, it's even more pertinent the fact he's been better before he signed on a permanent. Who have you yes. got? Um, well, I was trying struggling there for other options. I had actually thought about Texera, who I thought was quite good for a short period with us. Mm-hmm. It's a bit tenuous though. I don't think he's shone really enough to deserve a place. I think he's really shone in a team that wasn't so crap probably that season. You know, kind yeah. of. He's probably a player yeah. who needs a bit more time on the ball and a bit and a bit of quality around him, and he yeah, yeah. didn't fit that season. But I think now you mentioned Moy, who I completely forgotten to include on this list um, on the on the loan front. Um, he definitely jumps in ahead. So Moy and Sidwell, cool. Uh, yeah, not bad at all. 
who else you got? Are you going for um, uh, three in midfield here? I'm going for four four two. Oh yeah, uh, yeah. This occasion, okay. I have three options for wide players and three options for up front, and I'm not sure which ones to go with. Right. So, okay. um, so hmm. what have what you have got, got? formation wise? Um, sorry for for where for wide roles. Well, what formation have you gone with first? And then what formation? Sorry. Um, yeah, I was thinking I'm struggling a little bit in uh, terms of the rest of the personnel here. So I, I was thinking probably it'd be something like a four four two. Yeah. Mm. Um, but I'm undecided on what what works well here. Um, I may have got a couple who you may have forgotten were on loan this decade, that decade as well. Oh, okay, go with that then. Yeah. So who have you got? So my three wide options are Craig Conway. Yeah. Uh, although he wasn't brilliant at first, he did turn into actually quite a good side in the second second part of his loan spell, but then he obviously left quite early. Uh yeah. because he was on loan technically at the start of the decade. Yeah. A little bit of a cheat there. And uh, Jesse Lingard. Yeah. So I, I was wondering whether to try and put Lingard in somewhere because I thought he did quite well for us. It was yeah, yeah short, did. It's a short loan. Uh, obviously, this is all quite tenuous for that reason. But uh, yeah, I had Lingard as an option. I was going to ask you about Loire Loire. I wasn't sure if he was on loan in this I think decade. His, his final loan spell was in the... He had a, a loan spell at the end of the 2009-10 season and a loan spell at the start of the 2010-11 season, which then became permanent. So, yeah. I think it was only permanent at the start of 2011-12 when we went up, I think. Yeah. Okay, so, yeah, I'm, I reckon bang Kaz on the on the left side. Conway, I had forgotten. And, yeah, I quite liked him at the time. I'm a little bit disappointed we didn't go for him because I think he fitted the bill. Well, I think um, he did, and I think Blackburn, because they had the, the um, parachute payments, did beat us to it, I think, in the end. Oh, that's that's right. I think he, he was getting longer term and we failed. He has a really good, really good crosser of the ball, wasn't he, as well? Yeah. Um, so maybe, I suppose you could put Conway on the right and then Lingard further forwards. Depends what, what else we've got. I can't think of my uh, lone strikers. I'm definitely not putting Billy Plains for him. <laughs> but, um, so I have who, three. Who have you got? I've got Glenn Murray. Oh, second, yeah, of course. Time, second time he was on the first. Oh, yes, of course. I, I forgot he was on. not to include him because it's, he's in the, the permanent team, so I wouldn't do it. Um, Chris Wood from the yeah. season and Ashley Barnes again because he was on loan at the end of... He was he, only, he signed on loan in some point in 2010, early 2010 and then signed permanent in summer. Yeah. OK, so but yeah. Just being purely away from the team of the, uh, the, yeah, the permanent team, I put Wood and Lingard up front and Conway and Luwalawa on the wings. Yeah, I think I would. I'm, I'm going to go with that for my version of it for that reason. Um, definitely, you'd, if, if you were looking at it just purely on who's going to win you the game, you'd, ch- you'd chuck Barnes and uh, Murray in, wouldn't you? I guess. I, or possibly Wood and Murray. Um, I think just because they linked up well if, in terms of their time with us. Yeah. Uh, Lingard, obviously, now might be a better player. Maybe, maybe not. Man U fans don't seem too keen, but. Uh, no, they don't. Uh, but I'd, I'd, I had Wood in my team. I'd forgotten that Barnes was on loan and Murray were on loan during that period. But uh, well, Murray was on loan recently. When he yeah. first came to us, he was on loan. Yeah, that's what I mean. I forgot I forgot he was uh, mm. loan first. Yeah. Um, I'll probably leave Murray out because I've got him in the other team. So I'm, I would go for Lingard and Wood myself. Yeah, I agree. And put Conway and Nawala in the wings. Yeah. Then you've got Sidwell and Moy in behind them in the midfield. Decent um, team, that. 
Yeah, it's not bad, is it? It's pretty good. As long as Jara Yara is probably the weak link, but <laughs> yeah, but you can always um, take him off and put Pogonoli on for a spectacular free kick towards the end of the game to clinch yeah. your promotion, more or less. Yeah, yeah, fair well, play. Any particular game you're thinking of there? <laughs> no, nothing in particular. No, <laughs> yeah, just 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 thinking out of the box, really. Yeah, <laughs> literally, that's where he took the goal. Yeah. Uh, well, uh, what have we got left? We've got. Oh, this is going to be fun. <laughs> so we've got the worst loans. Yeah. Hmm. I have a few marks uh, here as well, position-wise, and one or two who are probably a bit, a little bit harsh in hitting yeah. them in. But but then up front, I have so many options that they all deserve to get in there. So. <laughs> so we just play a, I don't know, a, a one-one-one. Yeah. Formation or something. Uh, yeah, that, the old-fashioned time on FIFA, and you play three-two-five, whatever, and. <laughs> Let's go with that. <laughs> All right, Peter, what do you got? Uh, I've got Ali Al Habsi in goal, which is a little bit hard because I think he's a bad keeper, but I think he had like one game for us at Bournemouth yeah. where he conceded three goals. And then he couldn't play because we were playing Wigan, it was his own team. Yeah. And then he was cut times like that, and then he left, he left again. So, I mean, technically. As well? Yeah, I, I, Joe, I've got him as well for the exact same reasons. Not so much he was a bad player. It's just the fact that it was a bad loan. Um, yeah, one game for three, he conceded three goals and then didn't play again because of various reasons. So. Yeah, yeah, exactly. We um, might as well have played Walton. <laughs> exactly. So we're, we're all agreed on that one. Um, who have you gone beyond that? Because I, I struggled until we get to the forward line. I've struggled to... Yeah. Um, Funny enough, I put Gonzalo Yarra at right back as well because <laughs> I didn't think of anyone else. So he's technically the best and the worst loan signing at right back. <laughs> that's controversial but I'm happy to go with that because I can't think of anyone either yeah actually, the only other one I can think of who I don't know how far he extended into 2010 remember Gavin Hoyt who signed for us from Arsenal on loan yeah right back hmm. and he signed he was playing when Poyet first came and I can't remember if he still played when we, we, we got into 2010 if we did then I'd put him in um, I think he was still with us, but barely got a game. I think it yeah. was like a half season where he didn't play, so he might have literally finished just as the decade yeah. changed. Um, well, to be fair, if we were paying him, he, did, he didn't play. He's even worse. So. <laughs> that's true, yeah. I mean, that's why we put the goalie in, isn't it? He signed well, Corby put... at the window, didn't he? So probably the, the Hoyt wouldn't have got a look in after that, even if he was still there. True. Should we put Hoyt in then? Yeah, Hoyt... Yeah, it's probably fairer than putting Gonzalo Yara because he's in both teams then. Yeah, true, true. Um, yeah, who have you got then? I've got Joe Bennett. Oh, Bennett. He's one of the better quality ones of this team um, because he's, but he's less good than the other left backs we've had alone. So. Yeah, eventually making Premier League um, matches with Cardiff, didn't he, at one point? Yeah. But um, nonetheless, yeah, a little bit underwhelming. Just a bit lightweight somehow. Just didn't yeah. feel like really had the um, cones to sort of step up that extra bit. Yeah, I'd, I'd say it's a little unfair to have someone in, in that role because I think we've been well served, both permanent and loans uh, there. But yeah, let's go with Joe Bennett. Yeah, he's on the better loan time we had that season, but he was also on the, the least good left back we've had at loan time. So technically under this rule, you know, it's yeah. kind of like... yeah. Yeah, fair enough. Well, someone's got to go there. Someone's got to go in and do a job. So uh, let's have them then. Yeah. And uh, what's next? Centre-backs. Again, this is tricky, isn't it? Yeah, I just thought of another one to put in there. I've got, I've got one already, who I think, again, is a bit harsh. 
Um, but Greg Halford, who was not terrible, and he played a lot all over the place as well under Hewton, especially. But he, he wasn't brilliant. Yeah, I remember Greg Halford. I thought he was all right, actually. Yeah, he was all right, but he wasn't anything better than he was. He wasn't as good again. He wasn't as good as Upson, probably in Tamori and that sort of thing. So, yeah, true. Under the strict rules, and technically, although he played left back, I would also tend to go for Liam Ridgewell because I think he played there for Villa at times, and he he wasn't brilliant again. He only played six games, whatever, but he was not great. So, technically, if you you know you get a bit post license, I go for them. But I think those those three are. Compared to the strikers in this team, they're they're pretty harsh those last three. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I think Richwell was in a similar boat as um, Alfred in terms yeah. of his um, prowess. I thought he wasn't a bad player. Seems a bit harsh. I'm really struggling for anybody suitable really to fit into. Yeah. The roles for that. Well, I think the fact that we've had to put Foran in for the, the permanent team and and these guys talking about for the shows how many actually we've done pretty well for defenders generally in the last ten years. Yeah, I think so. I think so. Um, yeah, it's a difficult one. I'm, I'm completely stuck. I can't think of any other ones for this. Um, so maybe we'll have to front load this team. I don't know. Yeah. Um, who else have you got in then? Uh, central midfield, I've got Gary Gardner. Yeah, I've got him. He was pretty terrible, to be honest, and, yet, and still got played, despite the fact that you know, Rowan Ince at the time was clearly better and you know, that season. And, and then Gaius Sulin, do you remember him? He was the uh, first season at the Amex. No, first season promotion, yeah, at the Amex. And uh, was on loan for Man City. There were two of them, him and Razak. And both of them didn't really do that much. But Razak at least showed a few games what he could do, whereas Asudin didn't really do anything. Yeah, I've forgotten him altogether, uh, to be quite honest. So I'm happy to put him in on that basis. <laughs> so did I until I, until I um, looked up the signings that year. And... Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, it's one of those, isn't he? Forgettable. And I think by proxy that makes him a, a decent candidate, doesn't he? Um, yeah. Um, who, who else is on there? Difficult. I can't think of anybody else for that role, uh, for the for the middle. Um, I've gone, in terms of midfield, I've actually gone for Dean Hammond. I thought he had a pretty unremarkable uh, return back with us on loan. I don't know if that's being harsh or not, whether memory's playing tricks with me. What do you think? Is I had a note down for Permworth and I'd forgotten he wasn't permanent, but yes, I agree. He was. Yeah. He, it's probably a little bit harsher comparing to like the Gardner, but yes, I'd, I'd agree he wasn't inspiring. Yeah, he, he really, really didn't cut it the second time round, did he? Um, and he missed that chance for Palace when we were nil-nil when he should have scored. Is there also an argument for having um, Elliot Bennis alongside him to the right? Because again, he unfortunately had that brief loan spell back with us, didn't he? And it was a short loan, but he was uh, pretty. Uh, did he get injured? I can't remember. But he was pretty. Yeah, he didn't un- do it. I think it was a lot of excitement on the basis that we re-signed him, and then he didn't do anywhere near what what we what he did first time. Yeah, yeah. Have you got anybody else for the squad you wanted to oh, add in? Things I've got um, the Middlesbrough pair of Ledesma and Carriol, who played for us at the end of the Hopia uh, Hooten season. Yeah, and I've got Did bugger all for two months, and then the other one, then they called him back, and the other one came in and did absolutely even less for the next two months. Yeah, I've got I've got Carriel and I forgot about Ledesma actually. Um, I think there was talk about a signing permanently, wasn't there at the time as well? Yeah, well, to be honest. Yeah, and um, yeah, so that's that's decent. I agree with those for the wing. Do we then go straight up? Front? Have we missed anyone else? I think we. No, I, I think up front the the yeah, the play. So who's who's your forward line? Um, well, there's there's one man that stands out head and shoulders above 
the rest. Um, the man that is absolutely outstanding in every regard in being shite, it's Tuba Akpom. Oh, interesting. I didn't have him down as the main one. Oh, didn't he? Oh, God. I thought he was the one we were referring to. No, I was referring to Leon Best. Best was the, <laughs> the other one, yeah. In fact, I think I'm going to have to have about four people up front here because Best was the very epitome of the opposite of his name, wasn't he? He really yeah. was the worst, um, along with Akpom. So Akpom's best. I mean, I've got Billy Painter as well, obviously, I mentioned earlier, who I'd forgotten to add in earlier because I had him down as permanent. But uh, I think Painter needs a place somewhere in there yeah. as well. A beaker? Uh, Who's that, sorry? A beaker. Beat yeah, he was pretty awful. Um, yeah, yeah, he's a commendable place. To have. I, I had Darren I Bent down as well. Yeah, see, Darren Bent I thought of including. I left him out because I thought it was a bit too harsh, but he didn't really do much, did he? Really, I mean, I don't... He got a great deal of effort in when he played for us, did he? Kind of, and he did that celebration against Fulham where he basically went and taunted their fans, which then and then they came back to win 2-1 against us. <laughs> Yeah, just to compound the misery. One time he does something, he undermines it immediately by doing that. Yeah, um, I mean, he—I don't think he got the service, but he—he he was pretty dreadful, wasn't he? Yeah, a couple of a little bit harsh ones, but again, players who've been in the teams with other teams. Ajoa did absolutely nothing for us when he came back on loan. Yeah, that's true. And, and Izzy Brown as well, although to be fair, I think he got injured and probably didn't help, but didn't do anything either. Yeah, fair enough. Okay, so we've got um, them. Anybody else? No, I think that's a lot of strikers. Yeah. So what are we going to do? So we're going to go for. So we've got Al Habsi in goal. We've got Hoyt at right back, Bennett at left back. Centre backs were. Who, who did we have in the end? Halford and Ridgewell, but yeah. Oh, oh yeah. Stars next to them saying it's quite harsh. Yeah, that's it. But also, it doesn't particularly stand out as an impressive team, nonetheless, with that back no. line. Then midfield, we had, well, we had, um, I thought Bennett possibly for the right, but you, you've said Carriel and Ledesma, who I think superseded. So let's have them on the wides. And then do we just go with a small midfield so we can have more strikers? Because this team's going to lose anyway. Have Gardner on his own. Have Gardner on his own, yeah. And that means, what well, we've then got uh, five, six, seven. So we've got... Left and Axel, definitely. Yeah. And then maybe Painter. Uh, yeah, so Akpom Painter. I think we can afford best and another striker if we're only having. Is that right? No, we've got three, three, haven't we? Best Akpom Painter, yeah. Yeah, okay, that's a pretty good. Speaker on the bench to come on if, if they're not doing very well. Yeah, definitely. When they're not doing very well. <laughs> exactly. When, when, oh, yeah, exactly. So, so that's good. Yeah, I think that's an impressively bad team. Yeah. Well, there we go, Peter. I think we've we've um, sorted that all out, haven't we? What are we going to do next? Um, because there's probably going to be a few more weeks where we can discuss random uh, matters of football. Um, how, how about next week you come with uh, you come with a team? Well, how about next week we still we do our Wifteen, our twenty, our two thousands teams, similar sort of same thing. I think it could be quite entertaining. Yeah, I think there's okay. a lot more to choose from in a lot of positions. Sounds good. All right, let's do that. Sounds perfect. Brilliant. Okay, so our best and worst permanent and best and worst loan teams of the Withdean era. Well, the the noughties. Two thousand, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Okay, sounds good. Right, let's do that. Um, meantime, that concludes part two. Uh, which we'll yeah, one more thing. The competition, the quiz, the quiz question. Ah, yes, I'd forgotten about that. <laughs> uh, can you remind me and the listeners of the quest? The question. So, yeah, the five, the five teams have won all four divisions of the Premier slash Football League. 
Yeah, so five teams. Yep. So I think, first of all, I'm going to have a guess of Wolves. And Wolves is correct. Ah, yes, I thought it might be. Yes, yeah. Marvellous. That's good. That's the impressive bit of my answering out of the way. Uh, the rest of it is a little bit more guesswork. Um, I'm wondering if Portsmouth have done it. Uh, is that an answer you're putting? Uh, let's say it is an answer, yeah. It's the correct answer. Ah, marvellous. Good. Who else okay. do? I consider this already avoiding the humiliation I was worried I might be implanting upon myself here. So Wolves and Pompey are correct. Um, the key, obviously, is teams that are big enough to have won the, the top division, but crap enough to have not always been that good. Yeah, exactly. I'm wondering if um, there's certain other clubs I know haven't won the title that I would have otherwise guessed, so I have to leave them out. But I'm wondering if... Um, do I get more guesses than the number of answers? Yeah, I think uh, so you get bored, to be honest. Did you think the listeners will get bored? Just, I'll just sit here reeling off names for 25 minutes. No, I was, I was going to ask um, or guess Sunderland. No, I'm not sure they've ever been as low as League Two. Or uh, what it yeah. is now. That's what I wasn't sure about. Yeah. I, yeah. yeah. OK, fair enough. Um, what about Preston? Three out of five. Very, very good. Oh, excellent. Did you say off air you, when you told me you were going to do a quiz, you said your dad had given you these questions and you got three as well? I got three straight away or three with a few, quite a few guesses and then yeah. um, two after a clue at the end, one clue at the end. Oh, OK. Yeah. So I'm so far I'm level, so to speak. OK, right. I'm just got to be less guesses than I did, though. I've, uh, I took longer to get those. So. OK, OK. Um... Could it be someone like, I don't know if they've ever won it, but um, someone like Bradford City? Nope. Okay. Um, Newcastle, actually. Did Newcastle win it? Mm, I'm not sure they've ever been that low. They're, they're not the answer anyway. Yeah. So I'm still just on Wolves, Pompey and Preston at the moment. Um, again, I doubt they're so low, but I don't think Liverpool have been down that low, have they? Right. So no, no Liverpool, no. No. Okay. Uh, Man City. No. Mm, don't think Man U have been that low either. Um, now I'm struggling without going into a ridiculous. Um, Do you want any, any clues? Yeah, give me give me a couple of clues. Yeah. They're both they're both in the north, and they're both currently in the Premier League. Ah, Sheffield United. Yeah, four. Uh, in the north, right, okay. So the other one, um, I'm going to say it's probably not Everton because they've spent a vast amount of their time in the top division. So I'm You'd be right saying they're probably not Everton. <laughs> um, what else have we got in the north? Well, um, well, I'll say Man United because I haven't right. said them yet. No. Okay, so not Man United, Man City, not Liverpool. Um, we've said Sheffield United, we've said Newcastle. Who else is in the north? Um, who have I missed out? I'm looking through. Um, hmm. This is rather ridiculous. I can't think of um, any other northern teams other than the ones I've already answered. Northwest. Um, Northwest. Okay. Uh, who have I missed out? This is agony. 
Uh, I think there's. Are they, are they doing quite well this year? I'm trying They've to do it better record. recently. Oh, okay. All right. So, oh, I know where it might be. Is it Burnley? Yeah. Okay. Yes, yeah. The answer to Burnley, Sheffield United, Wolves, Preston, and Portsmouth, apparently. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And if that's it wrong, could... don't blame me, blame my dad. <laughs> well, it took you saying Northwest and doing better recently to get, for me to get that right uh, on the Burnley front. Yeah. That's quite impressive, actually, isn't it? Five teams to have that record. Because it, it's a unique thing of being rubbish enough to be down there to need to win that yeah. division, um, coupled with being good enough to be the best in the whole country. So, yeah, fair play to all of them. I think Wolves are the only team, aren't they, to have gone through all divisions in succession, I think. I feel like Northampton, I think Northampton did it once, or Carlisle, one of them might have done it oh. as well. North, Northampton, yeah, you might be right actually. Yeah. One of them did it, and then almost pretty much did it, except for one season, got it back the other way as well. Yeah, I think that was Northampton. <laughs> yeah, that was quite impressive. All right, brilliant. Not That's boring, good, anyway. Love it, I love it. Okay, well, there we go. That's it for this episode. Part two of this. I think what we might do is make this as two um, two podcasts, actually, because it's gone on a bit now. So uh, this is probably episode 20, technically, that we're talking about now, when you listen back. But enjoyed that peter we'll look forward to doing some more team selections and we'll give you updates on other news and our next episode as well with what's been happening in the meantime um we're hoping to get a guest on at some point early next week uh, more on that later on but for the time being peter thank you very much have you, you had a good time been good yeah all One good keeping going with... through the uh current crisis we're on oh isn't it lovely <laughs> cabin fever here we come um well stand or fall Up the Albion. Cheers. Cheers. Sports Social Podcast Network. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW group. Void prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.